At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Hey, everyone, welcome to Hysteria 51. I'm back, bitches. Ding, ding, ding. I can't find it. (laughs) You're all over the place, Brent. I am. I am. Um, hey, I'm back from trips abroad. From parts unknown Europa. Europa. Terra incognita. Um, how's it going, Brent? How, how were things in my absence? Well, we, we celebrated you for an entire week. The, yeah, that was the, a surprise. The week of David Flora. Um, <laughs> that was a bit of a surprise. <laughs> on our Discord, I was asking people like some, one of the, some of their favorite stuff from the past, and they were talking about... One of the first ones that everyone was talking about was Spring Hill Jack and a couple other things. That, and like two of them were like episodes of you. I'm like, you know, he's gone. Let's celebrate David Flora. <laughs> but they were all episodes of you when you were just guesting on the show before you were actually one of the hosts. So yeah. that was kind of cool. Almost, and, uh, uh, yeah. I almost had enough to fill a week, didn't I? Yeah. you five. I mean, I I think we there's still a couple more that we didn't do, but I, I had five oh. of them. So. Man. And then I got sick, so that's fun. So I've been I've been fighting that, and uh, yeah, the world is uh, still on fire. So you know everything's normal. <laughs> how was yeah. how was your trip? I mean, you were gallivanting, collecting cryptid samples and things like that for us over there, and seeing all the <laughs> spookiness that is uh, <laughs> across the pond. Yeah, it was great. Um, of course, I didn't do a ton of paranormal stuff. It was more just kind of getting away from things, uh, going, you know, doing some vacation stuff. Um, but I did uh, some of the highlights, and I won't bore everybody with, you know, the friggin' vacation slideshow. Um, I stayed at uh, a little B&B on Loch Ness, um, took, a, uh, took a boat trip um, excursion out onto the lock. Um, saw the castle that was there that has a lot of history. And then, uh, the place we stayed at was just like half a mile up the road from Alistair Crowley's house, Bullskeen house. Wow. Um, and I was hoping to get a, a good picture time. of that. Sex party time. <laughs> Fucking um, having a sex party. Sorry. That had nothing to do with uh, Alistair Crowley. That's just my inner monologue most times. <laughs> Um, it, the, they're doing renovations on it. So it was completely, uh, gated off. You couldn't even get up the hill to, to see it. Um, so I didn't get a good picture of it, unfortunately. Um, let's see what else. I, um, I saw a, uh, cairn where there's a supposed vampire buried, uh, at a spot in Northern Ireland. Um, I went down near Loftus Hall. Um, in, in Southern Ireland near Waterford, but the, the traffic over there is so terrible. It would have taken an hour to go like 10 miles. Look, kids, um, big Ben parliament, <laughs> man, I wish, I wish, I mean, it, the, the traffic everywhere, they, the, the roads are just so small. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I bet. And you know, there's not a lot of infrastructure for, um, vehicles in, old, old towns. And, um, so yeah, it was, it was kind of madness. We didn't get a chance to go out there. It was closed anyway. You know, they're yeah, still, they don't, yeah. they don't have that stuff really open to the public. I don't think these days, but, um, a lot of fun met up with, uh, Rob from monster fuzz podcast. Um, real nice guy. Cool. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I did some stuff here and there. I would have to specifically uh plan a trip around 
the legends. You know, I had to well, do you, a you would have to straight plan up legend trip. Thirty trips around the legends because there's enough. To You're right, up, but uh, You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, there's everywhere you go. You you and and you can't go anywhere without like running into a castle or some kind of rundown <laughs> fucking ruin. castle. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was great and. Uh, it, it is good to be back though. Well, we're back and, uh, into the end of it here and well, happy to have you back as we're, oh. we're crushing the end of 2022 here. Speaking of crushing it, we got a contest. <laughs> so we got a, some people Whoa. hopefully going to crush it. Uh, we, I posted, if you, if you look back in the, the, the episode a couple weeks ago was a short little, uh, description of the contest. So once again, if you haven't listened, if you don't know through January, Send us your favorite story, one that you want us to cover. Weird at hysteria51.com. Weird at hysteria51.com. We're going to pick our favorite one. Not only are we going to do it on the show, you get to co-host it. You get to be Whoa. on here. And if you're uh, in the Chicagoland area, you can come in studio and sit and stare at me and just you know get lost in my baby blue eyes as I serenade you with my dulcet tones i don't know that's probably not keep a, going that's that's probably <laughs> keep not going brent i'm almost there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah if you want to be in the studio or like i said or wherever you're at we're not flying you in but uh you could do it <laughs> plus you get a prize pack second place is if we you have one that we like second place Dave and I are going to talk about it on a bonus episode of the show so we'll do that for you and then third you also get a prize pack third place prize pack what does a prize nice. pack entail? Whatever I want to throw in a box. <laughs> Whoa. So, yeah. Weird at Hysteria51.com. And we've had quite a few entries already. So that's awesome. It's going to go through the end of October. That's not true. January. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know why October was my go-to to that. Anyway, uh, it has been a year. This I is tell going you. on for 10 months. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, so the end of January and then in February, we will announce our winners and I will reach out to everyone from there. But you put together a little recap episode for us this week. Tell us about what we're talking about. We decided to do a little um, 2022 year in review. Um, It's hard to sort through all the paranormal stuff that's out there that's happened over the years because each month has about 30 stories worth of content and articles yeah uh and you know they they're just kind of like dude sees bigfoot woman sees ghost you know and it's like they're not the the big heavy hitters that you get in a you know normal um mainstream news cycle yeah. or whatever the you know <laughs> stupid uh commies want you to to learn about um <laughs> so we commies <laughs> Redundant. Um, so we've picked a few uh, stories, news stories that were pretty big, some pretty big events, or at least, you know, interesting events that have happened this past year. And a, a few um, folks we remember that have passed on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, of course, this is, as you said, this isn't everything. I'm sure you're going to be like, how did you not talk about insert X, Y, or Z? Here? And you would be right. You'd be absolutely yeah. right. Because, because we're lazy, that's why. <laughs> There's not a good site that uh, I've found that puts us all together. <laughs> because, yeah, I'm like Brent said, laziness Plus, plays a big factor. This was the first time we've ever edited an outline together at the same time using Google Dots, Docs, and uh, we're tripping over each other. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, did you move that there? Yeah, I wanted it up there. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Lots of fighting. <laughs> yeah, just it. We, yeah, it almost came to blows. If we had been in person, <laughs> ooh, look out. <laughs> so yeah, so what stories were some of the big? Now these are again, these are just some of the big ones that we we thought were interesting and worth noting as as big this year. Kind of the ones that uh, made the rounds, so to speak, or was on everyone's radar and got posted in Hysteria Nation and all the other places multiple times. I the the one that I think. Um is kind of funny. There was a, there's a dude called Coyote Peterson. Um, he's got a YouTube channel and he made this big splash earlier this year because he claimed to found a Bigfoot skull in British Columbia. And yeah. there's, yeah, you remember that? There's that photo these, um, made the rounds, man. Yeah. This, this picture of this skull that's half buried in mud mm-hmm. and like a little, little river stream bed. 
And, um, yeah, he, he said it was straight up a Bigfoot skull and finally there's proof and this and that. And it turned out to be a complete hoax. Stop uh, it. You stop that right now. So, sorry. Shot, shot that off a little too early. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, this is my issue with a lot of things. <laughs> so I, 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 I would say that probably the best evidence we have is the Patterson Gimlin film. The, 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 the video of Bigfoot from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the thing that I guess bothers me the most about that is they were out trying to make a Bigfoot, Bigfoot movie and, yeah. and we talked about, you know, faking things before. So no matter what, there's always that, you know, and if this had came out in this I guy, absolutely agree. if yeah. he hadn't, if this hadn't been said that this was a marketing scheme, a ploy. There would always be that little bit of tinge in the back of, well, not really. Or is it because these people never go, yeah, let's DNA test this and find out for sure. You know, so. I don't know, you know, the extent of of what happened with the skull. If anybody tried to to do that or if he was just like, nope, it's mine. It's on the shelf now. Um, But people who are experts at um, animal physiology, maybe even phrenology um the studying you know the skulls and craniums of Mm -hmm. some of these things they pointed out that it's it's clearly a gorilla skull Mm -hmm. so and and oddly enough with that you know you get that a lot of times and people are um people will say you're just making that up or you don't know what you're talking about or this is just you know a skeptic being an asshole but with this one i i found it odd because a lot of people were like Oh, I can believe that's a that's a gorilla skull. You know, I have no experience, but I can see that being the case. And then you have people that are like, I have a lot of experience and this is definitely the case. And so the most interesting thing about all that to me was that people said it was a gorilla skull and believers believed them. Yeah. 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 Well, it's an interesting it's the the story that won't die. And for good reason, it, it's an, it's fun to think that Bigfoot might be out there and it's people believable. want that to be true. Hell, yeah. I want it to be true. Yeah. 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 Everybody you, does. You know, and it's also a believable thing knowing how animals are that, uh, you know, something could have, or could be. So it's kind of and that sexiness to it. <laughs> this is one of the things that, uh, people who are skeptical or question the existence of Bigfoot. This is one of the things that they've been asking for. Yeah. They want you know, uh, hard physical proof. And that comes uh, with, uh, bones found yeah, in the woods. Got a, a, a gorilla skull sticking out of the muck and you go, Ooh, is that some truth? Could it be? Yeah. Could it be. Well, gorilla, we say, but at the time he's like, that's not gorilla, you know? So yeah. Anyways, well, moving that on. Uh, and all, <laughs> so again, all these, they'll have notes to this in the show notes or, or there will links to all this in the show notes. So you can dive into these further and see the photos and stuff like that. One I really liked, um, the title I think sums up everything, why aliens were so much in the news in 2020. This one, Two. Uh, uh, it <laughs> it comes from Salon, but but um, 2020, yeah, tw- no, it's still 2020, damn it. <laughs> I'm holding on. <laughs> I'm holding on. <laughs> it's, 2019 just ended. There is no way it's 2023 <laughs> in a week. We are still under lockdown. Nobody's out. There's hardly any traffic or anything. I'm ready for this fever dream to to break and I just wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it comes from Salon, like I said, but really, this is that story that you can probably find anywhere. Um, uh, The tagline is pretty good. For decades, the search for extraterrestrial life was a fringe pursuit. Now, experts are taking it seriously. You got... People from Harvard talking about that's that's alien craft. You got Fox News. You got Fox News talking about um, you know UFOs in the sky. You've got the Pentagon doing research. You've got NASA taking things seriously, and we have a lot of people in Congress that are also voting on. you know, legislation. Be, yeah, exactly. We've got a brand new telescope out there, able to see further than we've ever been able to see. This year was just kind of this turning point that it feels like 
a lot of people started taking things maybe a little bit more seriously. That doesn't yeah. mean that disclosure, whatever that looks like to you, if that's even a real thing, is on the horizon any more than it's ever been. Yeah. But uh, it is an, an important thing. And this is a great story. I think you guys should read it. It kind of breaks down a lot of the different things that happened this year and um, all the ways that it was in the, the news. It's a long article. It's a, very much worth reading. And they talk about going into 2023 and what that holds. And hopefully it does have more transparency from the government and, uh, you know, don't hold your breath, but you can cross a finger or a toe and, and, uh, and keep that on it. Did you feel like this year UFOs were on your, not your horizon, but did it feel like people were talking about it more than ever? For sure. Absolutely. Just, it, it's mostly the governmental stuff that's causing it to, to stay in there. You know, it's not necessarily that, um, I think people are seeing that many more. Um, right. It's more yeah. that the the government is talking about it and really saying, like, legitimately, literally saying these things might be from a different planet. Yeah, yeah. So we they looked at crafts and said, or these in these UAPs, these these events that had happened, and said. We don't know what that is. It's not ours. It doesn't look like one of our friends. And it does seem that it is controlled by something that is intelligent. Mm -hmm. Full stop. We're not going any further than that. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, um, which is a, an interesting stop because then everyone goes, I'm going to speculate and, you know, speculate. They do, which is, is what humans do. Yeah. Cause it's fun. Or or the, or non humans, depending on uh, what's in said crap. Or hybrids. So, yeah, you know, choose your own adventure. Fun. Uh -huh. Well, there's a, a another thing that um, is kind of linked to that. Well, sort of. It's it's still on the tales of uh, COVID and people being in lockdown and stuff. But um, one article I found said that ghost sightings uh, are up uh, since COVID. Uh, lockdowns have been, you know, coming and going here and there for different folks in different countries. That's and yeah, you know, back when, um, our lockdowns were first uh, a big thing, I saw that UFO sightings were up and it's because more people were at home yeah. and, you know, just not as much like commuting or, or going out doing things. So, you know, a lot of more people were paying more attention to their surroundings and uh, looking up in the sky and stuff. So they saw more stuff. Um, the ghost thing is kind of following that line of thinking. Um, if you're home, you're there to hear if you're the home a lot more. Night. Kind yeah. Of and maybe you're not used to the sounds the house makes during the day you know something like that yeah sorry <laughs> that's just the pipes there's it, it's an old house it settles <laughs> the blood pouring from the walls you know that only happens while you're at work that's just the toilet upstairs it needs a good flushing <laughs> so you know that that's the line of thinking i think you know, more people are are home they're paying attention to stuff they otherwise maybe wouldn't pay attention to because they they've got their minds on other things um but I, I, I should, well, I, I think it'd be important to point out that I think the same phenomena happened a hundred years ago because you had a Spanish flu of 1918. Um, you, the World War I is just ending. So there was this huge uptick in spiritualism. People wanted to communicate with those they had lost everyone's got a seance room in their house because, you know, it's yeah. that time of the, the history. So I, I think it's important to draw a parallel between these two, um, especially, you know, obviously, the Spanish flu as was a pandemic and uh, what we've gone through with COVID. Uh, and, and a lot of people were lost to both these diseases. So there there's some... Wishful thinking sounds like a uh, kind of a harsh way to put it, but I think that's probably the best way to, to see, you know, you want to experience a loved one who's passed, right. want, want to know that they're okay, or at least just the comfort of seeing them one more time. 
that's up there. But uh, yeah, I think it's interesting how we've gotten um, people reporting an uptick in sightings of ghosts and things, especially after a pandemic, just like um, we had a hundred years ago. Uh, it's like you said, it makes sense that that is what's going on or that that would be going on. Right. You know, it's, um, it's like Partly when you buy true. a red car and all of a sudden you see red cars, you know, you're at home <laughs> yeah. all the time. And all of a sudden you're noticing things around your house and that's not normal. And you're looking at the sky and all of a sudden I never saw that in the sky before. <laughs> um, I don't remember that wall bleeding, you know, and, uh, that's yeah. the way it goes. Interesting. Uh, one more story real quick that I thought was interesting. It kind of summed up the whole, again, this one comes from Spurs.com. 10 things we learned about UFOs and aliens or lack thereof in 2022. And it's another one that you really need to go to yourself, but, uh, it's a list of 10 things and each one has its own article, so to speak about it. Uh, but a few of the things they touched on was UFO turning point, which we already just said was all of a sudden UFOs are taken seriously, or at least at least spoke of in not less tongue in cheek, you know? Yeah. Now you still get the late night. Oh, aliens are real. Yuck, 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 you know, but, uh, uh, there's a lot more, um, science going around them. They also, the declassified UFO reports came out poorly, yeah. poorly, but they came out. Um, <laughs> and the, the classified ones in front of Congress is another stepping stone in the right direction. At least it's being talked about. Uh, another Fermi Paradox proposal. They're talking about that this year. Uh, climate alert. And are we like signifying to aliens that we're not worth talking to? <laughs> or maybe we need your help. You know, is that one of the things? Uh, they talked about SETI and FAST, you know, the radio waves. And um, how how do we detect them? Or are we looking for the right things? Dyson Sphere. Remember when everyone was trying to figure out if that oh, thing's yeah. a Dyson Sphere? Um, you know, the team of scientists suggested that planets may not be the location of choice for intelligent life. Instead, they're in spheres around um, stars instead of planets. That's where we should be looking at, they say, because that's where your abundant energy source is. <laughs> and if you're smarter than us and more advanced, you, you're not hanging out on a planet. They go on to talk about NASA and the UFO studies they're uh, you know, conducting. Um, alien artifacts, when we're looking in and doing archaeology, are we looking at the right things? Are we taking into consideration what they might be? Then talks about airborne clutter, weather balloons, and junk up there. Plus, how many, how many satellites are dead floating in orbit? You oh, know? yeah. And then, uh, and then the one of the last things you talked on there that was really interesting is just, you know, they have links for all these things, exoplanets, potential of life. This year they found two water-based planets, meaning they're the Goldilocks zones that they believe have liquid water on them outside wow. of us. And that was all in 2022, um, this year. So it's, it's an interesting year of, of discoveries and research that maybe you haven't heard about, maybe yeah. have, but these kind of take these things at space.com and give it a more of a realistic approach instead of the tongue in cheek, like we talked about, <laughs> uh, which is easy to do. And we do it here too. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. It's a, a big year for stuff. A lot of cool stuff. And they, and they, uh, they just had that announcement about uh, fusion. Yeah. The first um, time that they, they got more energy out than it took to put in. And it was a very controlled, small experiment. And they said they're 10 years away, but that's clean renewable energy amazing small That'd be so form. amazing let me go grab my uh my fusion packet it fits in like a you know a duffel bag and uh power <laughs> up nevada you know <laughs> uh That's it's you could fall out baby it's a game changer, right <laughs> but and this is um, a lot cleaner it's not like the other you know fission and uh you know giant rods protruding elephant's feet of Oh. <laughs> you know and stuff like that it's a different type so yeah very amazing cool. amazing stuff yeah. um well that's uh that's some of the stories that happened in 2022 we're going to go to break right now when we come back we're going to talk about some of the events that uh, made the the news headlines um and uh some uh some folks that left us yeah. in 2022 when we come back on hysteria 51 
Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. (laughs) I definitely use it. I I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. (laughs) Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right. Calendar time, baby. <laughs> I, I was wanting to go through and pick a, at least one story from each month. And I, you just can't. <laughs> Yeah, some months had a few, and some months are just like, you look through, and you're like, I'm not even interested in that. Right? <laughs> you know? And, and again, I'm sure there's the best ones we missed, and you can yell at us. We'll accept it. But once you yeah. get to the breakdown, these are these were your picks. You 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 picked these, so. I, yeah, I grabbed the ones I thought um, were interesting or big news or, you know, something that um, uh, was had a little pomp and circumstance around them. And, nice. Um, the first one was, I, I don't know if this was a huge story, but I thought it was fun just because of the 40 in circles yeah. that we run around in. In January, there was a rain of fish that fell on Texarkana in Texas. <laughs> um, now, that's not a meat shower, and it's not a, uh, what was it, a, a, glob, a globs? Glo- yeah. gloopy globby shower, uh, <laughs> but, but, but fish. So, yeah, straight up fish fell on uh, Texarkana one day, and um, of course there was a, a meteorologist um, in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Michael Berry by, uh, was his name. He he said that it was most likely a water spout. Um, that That's what they all say when they're up. trying to, to hide you the know. truth. <laughs> we all know what it really was, Michael Berry, if that's your real name. That's right. It's it's all those sky fish bumping into that uh, invisible mothership in the sky and knocking Drop the fish at him, Glorbach. <laughs> you got it, boss. <laughs> they they stole the souls of all those fish and then dumped them on Texark. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's it's like low rent Scientology, just <laughs> just real low brow, you know. Uh, who's so, a, it's not Zenu, it's it's you know it's Bill. <laughs> Bill do, but he's just as evil. <laughs> Hi, I am the evil um, counterpart to Zenu, Dildo. <laughs> Dildo, <laughs> ready for your pagan? Um, yeah. <laughs> 
That was uh, that was a fun bit of forty yada in January. Um, in June, June marked the seventy fifth anniversary of Kenneth Arnold's flying saucer sighting. Yeah, that's yeah the uh, uh, the, the one that gave us the flying saucer say, as a term. He, he kind of said it was skipping like a saucer, and they kind of right. took that and ran with it. Exactly, and yeah, he said in a. a uh, 1947 report of nine bright glowing blue-eyed objects seen flying in a V formation over Mount Rainier in Washington. Pretty uh, nuts. Yeah. yeah. Happened on June 24th um, as he was flying to Yakima. So, um, Who hasn't been flying to Yakima and seen something <laughs> crazy in the sky? <laughs> I just thought it was a, a drunk woman who was mad that they wouldn't serve her more uh, white wine spritzers. Yes. Where's my spritzer? Isn't that funny, though? That this is really interesting that he gave that. That's where that comes from. Flying saucer. You know, he said and, and, and it was like... Yeah, mainly the the newspaper that uh, reported it. Not not even, uh, not even him. He he was just saying skipping like saucers yeah, and water and or that's, whatever. And, and then all of a sudden, that's what it is. And, and history was made seventy five years ago. And Crazy. they tell two friends, and they tell and two they friends. tell two friends. Man, it's really interesting to me though that that's how the 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 culture. Well, we've talked about that with little green men, you little know, green the, men, yeah. the little silver men, you know, the the goblins, things like that. How. Um, and there's two reasons that that happens. One shit spreads or two, it's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, you can a lot of, poison I, on that. I, I think that, yeah, the, well, the deadliest poison with that is just the media. Cause whatever the media decides the to lamestream media, the lamestream media. <laughs> idiots. The, my favorite part of people don't want to tell you the truth. They want to tell you some version of the truth, some agenda. <laughs> My favorite thing that happened this year, uh, one of the topics that we've had on here was Alex Jones before, is Alex Jones finally had someone crazier than him on his show, and he's like, ha, ha, I don't believe in anything you just said, and I think we got to go to break real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, holy shit, this Kanye, this yay kid is, uh, he's, he's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's a, yeah, once thought impossible. To be crazier than Alex Jones. <laughs> hey, calm down, man. You're talking out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway. <laughs> um, and then in July, July was a big month for uh, stuff. Um, one thing that happened, we apparently, well, we have a very good, I think, um, candidate for solving the mystery of Australia's Summerton Man. I'm going to go ahead and say it's solved. You, you I mean, think they, it's it's straight up. They've done the DNA testing. We've talked about it on here. I'm not going to bore everyone. You should go back and right. listen to our multiple episodes. They did the DNA testing, and they've got the photos of the guy from when he was alive. And it was just a, and that guy disappeared at, right at that time. He was kind of a, you know, he committed suicide, it sounded like. And it wasn't his first attempt. Um, mm. The police have not came out and said yes for sure, which is weird. But they're like, well, they're doing their own investigation. But I think we're going to find out that... Uh, the Suffer- Summerton man has uh, been solved. Probably going to come out f- uh, official word from the police very quietly on down the line sometime. Yeah. They'll, they'll try to keep it on the down low. Yeah, but. right. And I mean, it's the, you know, they did the, um, you know, the DNA testing from the death mask. There's hair right. follicles and stuff on that. And, you know, uh, but Car- uh, Carl Charles Webb. Uh, an electrical engineer and instrument maker from Melbourne, born in 1905, is who they believe it was. And they've spoke to his family and done DNA testings now. And it, it uh, is a match, but the police haven't verified it yet. So, yeah, you know. pretty much there, though. But that's a big one. And yeah. it's one of those where you're like, oh, man, it's kind of sad. It was like a suicide. There's no spyness to it. There's no, like, espionage. And it's just kind of like a, oh, <laughs> as sad as that sounds, you're like, no. I, I got I, I, I to tell you, man, I, I bet 99% of these cases would end up like that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sadly enough. Sadly enough. That's true. The outlaw pass. Mm. Well, they, they all did acid and died running into <laughs> <laughs> That's they, it. They took that brown acid that everyone had told them not to take. <laughs> 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 but 
They got into the bad Twizzlers, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also in July, the Department of Defense announced uh, that they were expanding their effort to investigate UFOs. We mentioned this uh, a little earlier, but they uh, officially were going to rename and expand the scope of the Airborne Object Identification and Management Group, which was um, it rolls off the tug. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue better as Iomsk. Um, <laughs> and they were changing that to the All Domain Anomaly Research Office, or ARO. A A R O. Why didn't they do Adero All Domain? Oh. That sounds better. Yeah. Anyway, is, is it arrow or arrow? Arrow. Ar- yeah, Adero. Oh yeah. You, you know what? I like arrow. It sounds like yeah. a real, actual friggin' word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And they were doing this to synchronize efforts across the Department of Defense and with other U.S. federal departments and agencies to detect, identify, and attribute objects of interest in, on, or near military installations, operating areas, training areas, special use airspace, and other areas of interest, and, as necessary, to mitigate any associated threats of safety of operations and national security. That comes from the report itself. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, What's that mean? Ah, whatever you want it to mean. <laughs> it means it means it's getting talked about, like we said. Yep. And that's that is a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, it is. I, I it, they the government doesn't do theater like this just to placate what they would consider the crazies, don't you think? I don't think so. Um, yeah. You know, they might make some um, announcements here and there and stuff, but no, not like this. No, uh, I, I, I don't think they have to. And the, no, the questioning no. and worrying is almost better for them in a lot of ways, yeah. you know, so I not at all. Yeah. In my um, humble opinion. I am HO. So uh, last thing from July. Do you guys remember this? The fucking Georgia Guidestones got yeah. blowed up. Yeah, fucking, oh, the evils of the world, or these pedos, or this or that, or and then everyone kind of forgot about it. But yeah, <laughs> I remember that happened, and people were like, we're going to get to the bottom of this, unless I lose interest. <laughs> I, it's sad. I think it's sad. I think they were a cool little little thing, Yeah, and, and, and the mystery and everything with Now, the it. guy behind him was kind of a horrible racist and stuff but you know it was one of those like you could take that how you wanted to and they i don't believe they should have been uh destroyed any more than anything else you know you you take the good and you take the bad and you take them both and there you have the guidestones the georgia guidestones (laughs) the georgia guidestones you know you gotta do what i mean by that though all joking aside is you you if you're going to have what you believe in, you also got to have what other people believe in. And sometimes that is shitty, but, uh, it's got to be all or nothing. And I'd rather have all than nothing. And the funny thing to me, and it's funny because to me, it's ironic is that whoever blew this up, probably, unless it was an inside job, uh, probably did it for this, the, the reasons that they weren't made for and and yet there were reasons that yeah. they were made for that you could point to and say this needs to be blown up right i think the people that believed in the um now this is going on a limb the people that believed in some of the horrible things that they were preaching truthfully preaching that is lost to a lot of people are the ones that probably destroyed it cuz they were pretending it was something else right yeah yeah, so. not, nothing to do with uh, Satanism or any New World Order stuff. New World just, Order, just just, uh, just casual racism, just casual, just a, uh, just a roll off the tongue racism, real casual like. <laughs> so yeah, twenty twenty two, the year that the guidestones fell. Yep. August, uh, more. Um, Government news with UFOs. Congress implies UFOs have non-human origins. Mm-hmm. And the and, the um, big point there is implies. Yeah. It's an important word. They didn't come out and say, hey, this is a, absolutely what's happening. Yeah. But, In fact, um, um, they even say that the NASA administrator, Bill Nelson, suggested that UFOs that the military had encountered have otherworldly origins. So- 
they can't, right? They can't straight up just say, yes, these are otherworldly and done. But sentence over. True. But if they are doing this in a scientific approach and and looking at it and we aren't able to describe it, well, guess what? You can't rule other things out, even if it's far-fetched. So you have to say, maybe that's the case. Before Mm -hmm. they've been unwilling to say that, even though you need, they needed to be able to say that. And, uh, you know, I think it goes a lot to their credibility, at least that that's being uh, put on the table, so to speak. And one more notch for credibility in October, uh, the National UFO Historical Records Center was announced at an International UFO Congress. Yeah. And um, it uh, uh, this is according to the National UFO Historical Records Center website. Their collections are going to include official and civilian case files, audio and video recordings, correspondence, photographs, books, magazines, newspaper clippings, research notes, microfilm. Moose and squirrel and uh, <laughs> digital and physical artifacts. And um, they're they're even going to have some collections from case files, including uh, J. Allen Hynek's personal Project Blue Book files. So. And I keep sending them copies of Hysteria 51, so hopefully they're throwing them on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I don't know. This guy will not quit sending us, for some reason, <laughs> on cassette, <laughs> copies of Hysteria 51. Uh, he's single-handedly keeping the Maxwell Tape Corporation in, <laughs> in business. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that's that's actually really cool to have a place like that, you know, where you can kind of go and see, you know, you're not go and see, you're not, you know, but well, uh, a, yeah. a center that if you need research or, or things like that, you have the ability that it's a, a center for that stuff because MUFON is not the place to keep everything. And I think the world has learned that. Um, Speaking of racists, (laughs) anyway, uh, hot top, Um, hot take, hot take, hot mic. (laughs) So those were some of the the bigger stories. Um, I don't know if you would um, consider this uh, part of there, but at some point, uh, what's his name? Tom DeLong rejoined Blink-182. And I think... A tip is is no more. Is that right? Well, no. I, I, I mean, try not to keep up with that stuff. Actually, they, uh, it's kind of ridiculous. They, uh, they well, Tom DeLong and uh, that whole group has been um, dubious at best. Guess what, though. We're talking about UFOs and stuff. And a lot of it is because of them. So I can't. That's uh, very true. I can't short them on that, but. Um, Tom DeLong uh, was kind of forced out of the public eye as far as speaking for a lot of those people because they'd be like, uh, hey, Tom, he'd be like, I seen it and start talking crazy. And they're like, oh, shit, get this guy off stage, man. You know, so um, I've uh, I've talked a lot about that in the past, too. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, as much as I I don't um, care for a lot of things they've done, they they have helped out in a lot of ways as far as getting. uh uh, the the ma- eyes of the masses on some things, so you know pushing the boulder up the hill. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, a, a tip of the hat to you for that, and, and a tip of the hat to you. And uh, you know, now we've got some more blink, like you said, one eighty two. <laughs> Where are you? And I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My God, <laughs> is that the uh, the Cockney blink? Yeah. 182? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. Uh, on that note, we're going to break. When we come back in memoriam, we're going to talk about some people that we lost this year that uh, were name amongst names. So that's coming up after the. I don't know. I just laughed there. That's coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. Say it ain't so, I will not go. Turn the lights off, carry me home. I didn't know that Spring Hill Jack was in that band. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either before. They've had a lot of different members over the years. <clears throat> <laughs> Work sucks, I know. <laughs> wow. 
Sorry. Um, sorry. Yeah. I'm no, easily well, amused. So there is that. <laughs> this is, that's why we have a good working relationship. <laughs> no I can only easily amuse. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on to some more somber uh, stuff. Uh, the in memoriam section. We lost a few big names this year in the yeah. world of the paranormal. Most, um, what's it? What, um, mo- most uh, uh, in the news, or m- maybe the one that people would know the most would be uh, Linda Godfrey. Yeah, yeah, you've heard her on here before. Well, she's covered a lot of things, but uh, the Beast of Bray Road. One of the things we talked about before mm-hmm. in our werewolf episodes, and and. Where wolves? I got to make sure that I say that word right because I say werewolves and people lose their shit. Woof woofs. Yeah, werewolves. Woof woof. Anyway, <laughs> uh, she she was kind of the one behind that. She came famous for writing about the legend of the Beast of Bray Road in '91. She described it as, in case you have forgotten, a wolf wolf ish looking creature that ran on two legs had been seen around the Bray road area, stealing chickens as they do eating roadkill and scaring the daylights out of locals who sometimes literally ran into it because that thing would just get hit by cars all the time. (laughs) And she was a very prolific cryptozoologist. She was out in the field. She was doing lectures all the time since then. She authored over 20 books, including novels, true crime, and said cryptozoology, like The Beast of the Bray Road. And she was kind of in every time they had talks and, and um, you know, conventions and things, she was definitely on that circuit. Oh, yeah. I met her at uh, Milwaukee Paracon one year. Oh, really? How was she? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. Um, very nice. She- she agreed to come on the show and then I emailed her and never heard back. So, you know, there's that, but she was nice to talk to. She was very kind. Um, and you know, she, she did, she's a huge name in in these circles. She got the, the dog man, um, phenomena pushed forward, maybe even pretty much started it with the Bray road stuff, you know? Well, and then that kind of took on its own life with the, uh, Skinwalker Ranch things, and you know, it was kind of the Dogman and Dogman sightings and stories have become more popular oh, over it's, the years. It was and the she hot really started it in the night. Yeah, it's the hot cryptid of the past probably decade. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to say it was the Dogman. Any cryptid that's like, I'm on break, smoking a cig, give me five. <laughs> I'm a, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I, I get it. I got some some dubious things to be doing. But I need a break real quick. Me and my buddy, we're gonna we're gonna hatch it out over a, over a f- some flavor country over here. <laughs> That's it's, a cryptid I can get behind. It's a union break, man. They're part of the <laughs> Dogsters Local, That's, like three one three yeah. or something. <laughs> Dogsters Local Canine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Moving on to another very uh, well known name. John Lear passed away this year. Um, very much known as the godfather of conspiracy. You could hear him on coast to coast. You could see him on the news constantly out there with George Norrie. Uh, he was a former CIA te- uh, pilot. He, he, he flew cargo planes for the CIA, uh, during Vietnam. Yeah. A test pilot and buddy to Bob Lazar and really him and Bob put together hysteria, hysteria 51. Oh, <laughs> Uh, area the masterminds behind <laughs> area 51 on the map and he believed in some of the most batshit kooky crazy stuff you've ever heard of i mean i have listened to him i have talked to him on the phone a few times he he was supposed to be on a show like three times three times things came up or he's late and it didn't work out and then i'd get talking to him and i i got on his email list and jesus man he was constantly sending out the, uh, well, here it is, folks, <laughs> you know, and insert whatever. <laughs> um, and he also has a son. He's the son of Bill Lear, who developed the Lear jet. So he had that fame. And uh, he, 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 <laughs> I remember when uh, Lazar's book came out, the autobiography biography on him, and it was full of errors. And um, Lazar had signed off on it. Well, they asked Lear, why are there so many errors? 
Bob doesn't have time to proofread a book about him. He's got more important things to do. Why would he spend the time proofreading stuff about himself? And I just thought, wow, that is a hell of a defense right there. I ain't got time to make sure you're not lying about me, even though I'm saying that this is all true. That's a hell of a defense. But anyway, uh, you can go back. You can listen to him. Very interesting man. Um, and you know, you can't take away. He was a hero. You know, he did a lot of stuff, uh, military wise and, and, um, a hero, you know, I guess it depends on how you look at that stuff, but, uh, the stuff he gave the, uh, the okay or believed in is just, wow. (laughs) David Ike's like, come down, buddy (laughs) (laughs) on some of it. So, uh, but you know what? Those are some of the most fun guys to hear. Just talk matter of actually about like the craziest like the moon people you know like i don't know like Mm. insert it and he's he's been there uh and then the last one tell us who else passed this was a big one uh, i thought you know because you might not know who it is but you've you've heard the name or what he's known for frank drake um this is the famous drake of the drake equation yep 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 he uh he he came out he inspired millions of oithlings um to think about the question is anybody out there yeah yeah and, and um this uh the this comes from Dan Wertheimer who is a longtime SETI researcher at the University of California Berkeley and he he said if earthlings ever find ET we'll have Frank to think now. The Drake equation is the one where you try to estimate the number of advanced civilizations in the galaxy. And um, yeah. you come up with, you know, even with conservative numbers on thinking about how many stars are out there, how many planets would be around those stars, how many of those would be habitable, how many of those would be habitable enough to to support some kind of sentient life. You know, it all just kind of well, narrows things down until you have a – pretty good estimate and that number is huge it's astronomical so real quick i just pulled it up i want to read this real quick so the drake equation uses this if n equals all this stuff so n is the number of civilizations in the milky way galaxy whose electromagnetic emissions are detectable meaning they're 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 out there mm-hmm. the rate then it goes by the rate of formation of stars suitable for the development of intelligent life, uh, the fraction of those stars with planetary systems, the number of planets per solar system with an environment suitable for life, the fraction of suitable planets in which life actually appears, the fraction of life-bearing planets in which intelligent life emerges, fraction that again of the fraction of civilizations that develop a technology that produces detectable signs of their existence, then the average length of time such civilizations produce such signs, all that gives you the, you know, how many we should be able to see their electromagnetic emissions or signature. And then they found out now that it's flawed because the numbers are way higher because we're finding out that there's more and more and more mm-hmm. um, out there, even though, you know, and this is like, you know, the number is tens of thousands of them should be in the Milky Way galaxy in and of itself. Yeah, just this galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's almost like you know inconceivable for us to even be able to uh, to to think about it. And he's the first one that like worked out an equation at least to look at it and see like what what could at least if we're going to put a number on it, these are the 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 factors that we need to to consider. And uh, yeah, so he's a. Uh, a lot of people don't know the, you know, Frank possibly, but uh, you've probably heard of the Drake equation, which is a lot of fun to speculate on, you know, and and uh, hopefully one of these days we'll look at that and laugh and be like, I can't believe people didn't believe, you know, but uh, now, now. He was um, 92? Two, I believe. 92. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a you know, a, a, one of those guys to use science and be like, it's probably, we're probably not alone. Uh, here's why yeah. astronomical numbers of shit is out there. You know, it's, 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 you know, there, there's so much a chance at life out there that mm-hmm. for it, for it to not happen somewhere else is, uh, is hard to believe. Yeah. And then it's, uh, the Fermi, Fermi paradox is what comes next. And that's yeah. 
trying to get in touch with these things <laughs> if yeah, they're are they out too there. too far away? Do they kill themselves yeah. before they could? How many of these civilizations didn't make it to the point where they can be uh, discovered through electromagnetic you know, emissions and things like that? Have they advanced to where they use some other form of technology that we don't understand? Yeah. You know? Is it even possible to do interstellar travel, you know, mm-hmm. and, and keep a civilization alive while yeah. doing it or whatever? Yeah. Do you, is there, you know, the power burnout or the heat burnout or, you know. The time. You know, yeah. Time. The grand equalizer, even though it doesn't exist, <laughs> depending <laughs> on who you talk to. So, yeah. Mm. Well, that's been kind of the year of paranormal and weird and ufology 2022 that we we found. What did we miss? What stories didn't we talk about? <laughs> Who passed? I, I know a lot. But uh, if you guys want to talk about some things that we didn't talk about, let us know. We can let us know a few different ways. You can hop on Hysteria Nation. That's our fake Facebook discussion page. Just go to Facebook and look up Hysteria Nation. You can tweet to us at Hysteria51Pod. Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Hysteria51, or you can go to Hysteria51.com and let us know there. Also, call us. Leave us a voicemail, 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277, or again on Hysteria51.com. Click the microphone. Leave us a voicemail that way, and send us your topics that you want to discuss and have a chance to be on the show. Weird at hysteria51.com. Weird at hysteria51.com. Just let us know it's in the in the you know somewhere in there. Let us know that it's a, a submission to the contest, and uh, we'll get those in there. And by the end of January, or it goes through the end of January, and in the beginning of February, we will let you know who won. And uh, sir, what you got going on now that you're back stateside? On, um, on your plethora of podcasts. <laughs> uh, I've got an episode recorded. I'm going to get out in the next couple of days here for blurry photos. Then nice. uh, And then um, uh, trivia is still going on with quiz, quiz, bang, bang. And uh, I've uh, got a new audiobook released. It stalked Ooh. me. Um, volume one by Tom Lyons. Um, you can search for that on audible.com uh and i'm i'm right back here i'm coming for you (laughs) stalking you stalking you you hard (laughs) sipping on my seven up while i do it um the adventure begins again (laughs) so i've got volume two of that coming out probably any day now um both uh both those again audiobooks and then uh, volume three will be coming out probably in january so you're a busy um, motherfucker uh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My movie's come. I got a new audio book out. I'm a TV show. <laughs> and the movie is done, by the way. The movie is is finished. We're just waiting to I've sell it. I've seen it. One. I've seen yeah. it. It exists. Brent, Brent screened it. Brent screened it to help us um, with some of the final cuts and stuff. It stinks. Um, it's awful. So so don't uh, don't don't be looking forward to it for three years now. <laughs> that uh, what that's what happens when you get all high and mighty and decide you're going to do a something out of the box and God decides to God decides to smite the world just to get back at you. <laughs> oh, to stop you, us in particular. You thought you were going to do something fun and challenging. <laughs> Take that, humanity. Yeah, too close to the truth. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I, I do hate to joke about it. People have been waiting far too long for this to come out and, uh, I hate it too. I hate, I hate the waiting. I, I'm hopeful that it will get done soon that we'll sell this, but I have no idea how this side of it works and Derek's mm-hmm. got somebody working on it. So we'll, we'll have to see together. I think you're not a media mogul out of Hollywood. I've been lied to. I think I didn't know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't own air strips or, or. <laughs> Uh, plane companies. What? What is? I don't even know what. I'm making a reference to Bigelow. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hotels <laughs> in space. <laughs> Anyways, yep, that's what's going on. Awesome, man. So thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back next week. The bots will be back. It'll be a new year, new you, all brand new uh, uh, resolutions to just shit on and not do. It's a. You know, it's, <laughs> 
It's a choose. It, it, it's 2023. Let's not let's not put any uh, hopes and dreams into that bitch just yet because uh, <laughs> we, we've been running on empty here for a while. So yeah, hopefully ease on into it. Yeah, let's hope for the worst and then be surprised. That's all. Uh, all right, kids. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been David. He's been not conspiracy bad. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.